0: Hey traders, David Frost, my strategic forecast, here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Wednesday, December 22, 2021. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? What we do have is another strong tape for the third day in a row after making the higher low. For the third day in a row, they finished either at or very near... The daily high. So they finished at the daily high or close to it on the 20th, which was Monday. They gapped up yesterday, finished at the highs. Today, finished at the highs. Three days in a row. What's next? Yesterday, they finished into but slightly above that 20-period moving average. We talked about no accident nor coincidence. And then we said, hey, the next spot is to fill the gap. The gap was at 466. 43 officially, they went higher, but they did essentially fill the gap. Now, they closed above the gap on the day. They're above all the moving averages. They closed above the gap. The trend is your friend. We're leading into the Christmas holiday. Tomorrow's the last day of the trading week. We're not looking for anything spectacular one way or the other. It makes sense to me that they would kind of Limp out a little bit. Maybe they push this thing up a little bit more. ES 4700, SPY 470. Those are big, fat, round numbers. They're magnetic. Once price begins to get close to magnetic numbers, very important numbers, it tends to draw them in. So that's what we're going to have as we get closer to 470, for argument's sake. It's going to draw price in. Will they finish the week out leading into Christmas on a positive note? up around 470, I wouldn't necessarily bet against it. Putting the big picture in perspective, the trend is your friend. They're riding the 20-period moving average. This has been a tremendous week off of another test of the 20-period moving average. It's also called a rescue operation. When you look at the weekly chart, they've been eating time off the clock with a couple of pullbacks along the way to where? to test the former breakout area, right? They do that all the time. And guess what? It was a successful test. Therefore, they're still eating time off the clock. They've been doing so for about two months, building energy to do what? To make another push higher. Now, am I saying we're going to make new highs? Well, it's certainly possible when you're about 60 S&P handles away from the all-time high, it makes sense that they could certainly do it. Doesn't change the big picture. My belief is the market is in what we'll call a topping process. Here's the monthly chart. If you get above that high and close a month above that high, all bets are off. They're going higher until they don't. They're pretty far from home base. Home base is the 20 period moving average. It's around 390. That's a lot of points below where we are today. Eventually, they're gonna come back to pay a visit at and run a test of home base. this is a monthly chart, monthly chart take a long time to play out, but this just puts things in perspective. There's really not a lot on the 240 chart, the 120 chart that really doesn't show on the daily chart. It is what it is. From a north side perspective, 470 is going to be somewhat magnetic and if they start coming below closing hourly, and then certainly daily below 466.43, which is this gap, then they'll want to run a test into these moving averages in pretty short order. Those are your two sides of the coin leading into Thursday's session. By the way, just so everybody's aware, the market is closed on Friday. Merry Christmas to everybody out there. We're going to check out Inside the Numbers. We had an early session today. Today and Thursday, we're going to do the morning session, and then yours truly is going to take some time for himself leading into the Christmas holiday. This is the time of the year that traders are afforded some personal time. I'm going to take a couple of half days. Makes sense to me. And by the way, expect similar behavior as we lead into the New Year's. I want to be fully charged and fresh leading into 2022. We're looking for a big year. Today, early thoughts, it was hump day. Wake up flat after a big move higher yesterday. Garden variety behavior. We didn't finish flat, but they woke up flat. Here's the service announcement about taking a little bit of time for myself. So getting right down to the numbers, and this is at zero dark 30. Up north, there's a gap at 466.50. It was 466.43 officially. I'm rounding. Not sure about today, but will become magnetic once price starts to get in the zip code. Well, obviously, you saw what happened, so that obviously is in the W column. This is an important number because this really opens the doorway. 4.64.22 is an important spot. Getting above, closing candles above, opens the door to fill the gap. Why is that important? Because there's a lot of space in between this number and this number, and there's an opportunity there. Not everybody wants to hop on for the ride as they're going higher. It's a momentum trade, but some traders are completely comfortable with doing that. So I put the numbers on the board. It's trader's choice. If you want to hop on board, that's your choice. We had some downside stuff just in case they started to come unglued or unraveled at some point this morning. That didn't happen. They went the other way, but you need to understand and be prepared for both sides of the tape. Let's see what else we have as the day begins to get underway. We had an open mind with no bias. Could be bullish, could be bearish. We don't know. We don't really care. We had what we thought were the goods for a shakeout operation. If they got down to 461, it was a candidate for buyers. However, they didn't do that. Now we narrowed down the numbers. So right after the open, 464 is magnetic. If they start to push, that would be the target, closing candles above 463.07 should do the trick. So this is at 9.31, right after the opening bell. Here's the chart. Right at the vertical is today's activity. You can see right after the opening bell, the market was down here. If they start getting over 463, they're going to go to 464. They did that. They found some resistance. How do we know that? Because they traded sideways up in that zone for a while. Resistance isn't necessarily a short trade It's just a way station. The market will then decide whether it's going to reject the market at that price or let it through. So that was part of the schematic. If they got it through or let it through, then 464.22 was the next spot. Once they got above that, the door was open for what? The gap. What did they do? They went up to the gap. The market is a stair-step approach. You get past one doorway, you can look to another one. If price is rejected at a certain spot, you have to look in the other direction. Back to the commentary, and I have news for you. That's really all the market did today. They just went from one place they were going to get to. Once they got through, they went to the next place they were going to get to. And that's really it. You can read the commentary, go back to the charts to double-check the work. I urge you to do so. Today was one of those days. It was basically a floater formation it was somewhat of a melt-up operation, holiday week leading into Christmas. It's not a surprise. They went up and filled the gap. That's the bottom line. We had a couple of stocks on the move. Big Mo, Philip Morris, or Altry, as it's called today, didn't necessarily hit their number. Billy Billy did. It jumped the target, so it was off the board. We had two opportunities. The market was really slow. There was nothing moving in the pre-market for real. You can see here the chart of Billy Billy, B-I-L-I. It opened below the number, 4753. It did pop back over. However, it hung around, and then it went below. So we don't take the ones that open below. Sometimes they work, but most of the time they don't work. And sometimes you can really get a pie in the face. So I stay away from them for those reasons. I didn't have a secondary number on Billy Billy, so that was it. It was a one and done. And just for the sake of looking at stuff, here's the chart of MO, And the low of day was over here at around 45.81. My number was 45.38. They had a nice rally off their low. Unfortunately, it wasn't my number. What's going on over in Camp IWM? Well, we talked about this. They got into the 20-period moving average and right through it. And here's the important thing. Look what happened today. They powered right through and closed above this breakdown candle high at 219.90, finishing above 220. What does that do? It opens the door to run up to two and a quarter, as we've been discussing for the last couple of days, into those moving averages. It makes complete sense to me that they would want to run a test of that area. Now, what turns the IWM back bullish is if they can get above this high over here. close candles above there, above that 50 period moving average, and all of a sudden they'll fill the gap. The trend turns back to the upside, and the whole thing is different. Right now, we'll see if they can get to two and a quarter. They certainly have a chance between now and New Year's. The markets are quiet, the volume is light, nobody wants to rock the boat. I'm not saying the boat won't get rocked but traditionally this is a very quiet time of the year and not a lot of stuff comes unglued. Can happen, has happened, typically won't happen. What about the folks down at the transportation department? What's going on over here? They're heading to the convergence of the moving averages. That's it, period. Get above and the trend on the daily chart turns back up to the north side. Stay below or get rejected And if they get below this breakup candle low at 15,672 and change, then likely we're going to see them come down into and through these moving averages. So those are your two sides to the coin. If they do the south side thing by chance, and whether they do it in the next couple of days or later on, it's the same routine, they'll come back to fill this gap down here at about 15,000, 14,950 in that neighborhood get above or into these moving averages, and the door opens for the number we talked about last night, which is about 16,300. It's a give or take. What's really the critical spot for the transports and why? We come over to the weekly chart, and I'm going to point you to this number here. The high is 16,170. We do this all the time. I like to do this. Why? Because it's very important. So the market ran up to that spot and was rejected. Then it did it again, and it got through. So it already came down to run a test, but it got inside that, and it hasn't really been able to sustain price back above that level. So here's what we'll say. Getting back above there and beginning to close week after week back above that spot, that's a very bullish thing, and we would point to coming back to run a test of the 20-period moving average. This is essentially some kind of bullish wedge pattern into the 20-period moving average. Kind of on time if you look closely. So technically, even though they're below that former high, that doesn't preclude the fact that this is not a bearish chart. You have to be the umpire calling balls and strikes. Remember, the IWM and the transports are number one and number two in terms of my favorite market-leading indicators. The transports are my A number one canary in the coal mine. So if they're going to signal a collapse or they're going to signal a further rally, it's likely to come from the transports ahead of most everything else most of the time. This is the monthly chart. We're not going to lose sight of the big tail candle. Now, maybe it's an anomaly because of that situation with, I believe the stock was car, that skewed the transport index. But nevertheless, I don't really care about that. I look at the charts and I say, hey, there's a big tail. I don't really give a shit what the reason was. So what are they doing? Maybe they're going to make a retracement of the tail. Maybe they already did. Maybe it'll hold. Monthly charts take a while to play out, but you can't discount or ignore the monthly tail candle. Time is more important than price. If you've taken the course, Lazy E-mini Trader, you'll look at this chart and you'll completely understand what I'm looking at. You could have a full stack. What about the cues? The folks out in Silicon Valley. And as a friend of mine pointed out to me, I should really take into consideration that they're also the folks in Austin, Texas. There seems to be somewhat of a pipeline going from Silicon Valley to Austin, Texas. Here's what I'll say about that. Money goes where it's treated the best. The cues look very similar to the S&P. They're above all the moving averages. The trend is your friend until she throws your shit out the window. What are they going to do? They're going to run a test of the breakdown candle high. 398.48, 398, close to it, in that vicinity, in the ballpark. That's where they're headed until further notice. The financials. They're headed into the convergence of moving averages. That's the 100 period and the 20 period moving average. How much higher they go, they could get to the breakdown candle high or fill this gap up here, 39.5, give or take. If the market stays bullish, a rising tide lifts all boats. So, from a large picture perspective, with obviously certain exceptions, some exceptions, everything ends up going higher when the market is bullish. Newsflash. But let's not lose sight of the fact of where we are on the weekly chart. You're below the 20 week moving average, and they just made a lower low. Now, there's a rescue operation in the midst. However, we'll see what happens if they can get back above this 20 period moving average. If they run a test of it and fail, that's a telltale sign. Watching the financials very closely. We talk about this from time to time. Without the financials, the market's not gonna get very far in either direction. It's a big part of everything. The XLF is in a slightly different position than many other markets. I think it's worth paying attention to. Smash mouth, Pretty similar to the rest of the stuff. Pop back above that 20-period moving average. Maybe they run a test of that breakdown candle high. Either way, the trend is your friend. It's a relentless index. Smash mouth is powering forward. Still, umpire calling balls and strikes. And this is essentially eating time off the clock on the weekly chart, running sideways to slightly lower above the 20-week moving average. Period. That's all that they've been doing. And in light of the fact of the type of day it was leading into the Christmas holiday, we're not going to fill up the tape with nonsense. We're going to end it here and say, have I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you? That is as true as the day is long. Without you, these videos are not possible. It's Ripcord time. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense market analysis.